Hello and welcome to another edition of VMware Cloud Unplugged. I'm your host, Bill Roth, and today we are talking about disasters, specifically VMware Cloud DR, our disaster recovery as a service product, which has uh, had some exciting times in the last couple of months. With us today are Jatin Jindal, who's product line manager for DR as a service, and of course, my colleague, Mark Chuang, who leads uh, marketing strategy and uh, all of the fascinating things related to VMware Cloud DR. Welcome to both of you. Hi, Bill. Thanks for having us, Bill. So, Mark, uh, Daydream was acquired in July 2020, and uh, VMware Cloud Disaster Recovery was announced two months later. That's pretty fast. Um, you know, I, I having been part of the uh, Wavefront. Uh, or involved in the Wavefront acquisition, I know that uh, these things can take a while to get off the ground, yet you then in October came out with another release. That's super fast. What enabled you to get this cloud service to market so quickly? Yeah, yeah, that's a great question, Bill. Uh, I mean, we, we, so we did the marketing announcement at VMworld right, to let the world know about this uh, new cloud service built on the Datrium acquisition and its technology. Uh, yes, first release came out in October, um, and a big part of that was when we acquired Datrium, they already had a very functional solution. And uh, plus the fact that a super strong engineering team came over intact into VMware so that the, the short three months, right, between acquisition and first release uh, really was about doing the integration work into the VMware cloud framework so that customers got a much more seamless VMware experience. Um, so all those things, right, and, and the work that we did to get that first version out, uh, that's, that's what enabled us to get it out so quickly. Excellent. So I know that this has been something that customers have been asking for a while as I look at who we engage with on cloud economics, but what's your take on kind of the, both the level of market interest and what does this product help them solve? Yeah, um, even when we made the acquisition announcement and the acquisition hadn't even closed yet, we already started to get questions like, oh, so uh, when, when can we get a look at this? And I, I have to tell you that uh, since the new year, uh, it just feels like interest has kicked up another notch. It, it's almost like people may DRAS a new year's resolution or something like that. Um, but if I were to take a look over the last, uh, what is it now, R you know, roughly four months that uh, uh, VMware Cloud DR has been in market, um, I'm seeing, I'll say three top use cases really kind of bubble up. Uh, one is what I'll call modernize, where uh, organizations are looking to either replace a legacy DR solution that they're not happy with, they're retiring a DR site, or, or maybe the lease on their colo has run out. So, so that's modernized. Um, the second group of customers uh, I'll put into an optimized bucket uh, where they're looking to protect more tiers of their IT services. Because if, if it's one thing COVID has done, you know, the pandemic, it, it has accelerated digital transformation since everything is online and digital now. Um, but, but they don't need the same SLAs for all the different apps. So they're looking at a more flexible DR solution that can give them different TCO you know, uh, choices 
to map to their different application SLAs. And then uh, just, just a third one I'll mention, because I'm seeing it a lot, uh, not surprisingly, um, ransomware has been just a huge trigger. Um, you know, you, you need a multi-pronged strategy for ransomware, right? You need to prevent it, you need to detect it, and you need to recover from it. Uh, and so VMware Cloud DR uh, definitely helps in that last one for recovery. So those are the three that I'm seeing as kind of the top ones that uh, are that, that customers are looking to do. It's interesting because ransomware is not one I would have expected. Um, and so you mean, it sounds like those are your main kind of use cases. Um, how, I mean, have you seen, one assumes you've seen some early customer success some early kind of deployments and, you know, if you have any kind of, are you seeing any patterns in sort of how it's being deployed, uh, you know, in a, as, a, as it applies to those three use cases? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I'll, I, I'll share some uh, stories of, of, of customers. I, I won't be able to sign them by name here. Sure. But like, like for instance, um, we're engaged early on with the leading biotech company. And they very much fall into that, that modernized use case where they had an out-of-date data center. They were like, I'm ready to retire it, but I, I really don't want to go invest in another data center, right? And they also felt that they had challenges where uh, they weren't satisfied with the level of DR testing that they were doing. And so they're like, look, help me VMware. And, and VMware Cloud DR, right, was, was just a, a great fit for that. Um, engaged with another uh, customer. Uh, they happen to be an independent investment firm. And top of mind for them was definitely ransomware, where they felt like this is, this is an important thing we need to address, right? Uh, there's just too many stories out there of bad actors that are targeting, you know, all types of organizations. They're like, we, we got to make sure that this is uh, rock solid. Um, and so, um, what VMware Cloud DR does to the, uh, or, or brings for the ransomware story is that one, for that high confidence recovery, you gotta have recovery points that can't be tampered with. So our immutable copies help with that. Two, you've gotta have recovery points that extend back far enough mm -hmm. so that you know, you, you've got enough of them to be able to choose from. But you got to store all those recovery points very economically. Check, you know, VMware Cloud mm -hmm. DR helps with that too. Um, and then the last one that I think is a huge, huge, unique value for us is uh, the way our solution works. You can very rapidly test a bunch of those recovery points in order to help you identify what's the right one to restore and, and show to your security team why you're picking that one. And uh, uh, later on, I don't want to steal the whole conversation, but I'll come back and share a little bit about how VMware Cloud DR helps with that as well. Excellent. Those are some great. Um, those are some great use cases, and you can clearly see why not only sort of disaster protection, but as well as a form of um, security uh, kind of play in here. Um, let's quick transition to to uh, Jatan Jindal on the product management side. So. Uh, the team's delivered three releases already, uh, which is pretty amazing. Can you tell us about some of the enhancements since uh, the initial release? Yeah, sure. Uh, 
So yeah, it has been very impressive. Uh, team has uh, now three releases out. Uh, so two releases after the initial release. And those releases have been packed with features, even though the initial release was a fully formed product that uh, we believed is useful as a DR solution right out of the box. We have done a lot of work to add additional capabilities in the follow-up releases. We had our first follow-up release in December last year, and then we did another one in January. In December, the first thing that we did was uh, we have a goal of making VMware Cloud DR available in all the VMC on AWS regions, right? In the initial release, we were on nine VMC on AWS regions, and in December release, we added three more. So we added Dublin, Paris, and uh, Mumbai. And in the January release, we added one more, Tokyo. So we are now up to 13 regions. And eventually our goal is to be available in all VMC on AWS regions. Apart from that, we also uh, added capabilities such as support for more instance types, which VMC on AWS offers. So for the initial release, we supported i3 Metal instance types, which customers could recover to. Since mm -hmm. VMC also released support for i3 EN Metal uh, earlier last year, we started supporting that as well. So this gives customers an option to either recover to i3 Metal or i3 EN Metal, which is a more meteor instance, right? Larger instance. And we believe a lot of large scale customers would find that useful. Apart from that, we also added things which help customers scale up better. So we added support for multiple clusters in recovery SDDCs. So when customers run recovery using VMware Cloud DR, now they can add multiple clusters to their SDDCs. So instead of just having one cluster. Again, this um, you know improves with scalability and we believe that a lot of large customers who require that larger scale will find this useful. And apart from this, uh, we made some UX enhancements, right? So some of the things that we did was we now show progress of uh, recovery STDC deployment uh, in the UI itself. And basically UI shows this progress status for recovery STDC deployment. And we do the same thing for snapshot replication as well, where we show a list of all running and completed tasks associated with snapshot replication. So we believe that all this UX enhancements will make it much more easier for customer to use the service. Already this, uh, the service is, uh, it's, it's a very sleek user interface, right? If you go and look at it, it's all, uh, all built as a, offered as SaaS and is built in cloud. And mm -hmm. these UX enhancements will go a long way in improving the experience even further. Excellent. So the art and science of product management is being able to kind of manage your investments kind of going forward and kind of plotting for the future. Now, I know uh, it's always dangerous to talk about stuff in the future, but uh, we'll do it anyway. What are some of the areas that you're going to be investing in going forward? And what, you know, what, what should we expect to hear from you? Yeah, we uh, some of the things uh, I did touch upon, and you could sense that from the uh, from the direction we are going, uh, what we talked about in the first two releases. Uh, so we do want to expand to as many AWS regions as possible. So that's something we will keep on doing. So we want to add more regions. 
uh, uh, we have a few more regions left, which we will add in subsequent quarters. Another thing that we want to continuously keep on doing is improve the scale that we support, right? So, uh, and both in terms of the RPOs and RTOs that we offer. Already our service does a really good job of providing really good RTO targets uh, with features such as a live mount and pilot light, right? And I will just touch upon what these features are so that it's much more clear, right? What we are thinking about building upon. So live mount is basically this ability when you are using VMware Cloud DR for recovery um, and you power off your VMs, instead of waiting for your recovery SDDC to come up fully online, you can start running your VMs of this uh, capability called live mount, right? So that decreases uh, the RTO times, right? How, how quickly you can uh, start your VMs running up again in the case of an outage or disaster. And pilot light feature is something, uh, is what we call as the STDC that you can have deployed in steady state, right? Even when there is no disaster, you can have your STDC deployed and it could be a minimal footprint, right? You can deploy a three host uh, pilot light and, uh, and uh, so that you save on the time that is required for deployment of a new STDC when disaster occurs. As you could imagine, you don't want to be waiting for your STDC to deploy uh, all the time, right? Uh, it takes mm -hmm. about 60 to 90 minutes. So you can deploy it uh, a minimal footprint and then you can expand it. So what we want to do in the future is basically uh, improve uh, those times even further through various optimization in the product so that RTOs are dis uh, decreased even further. And similarly mm -hmm. for RPOs, right? RPO is another important criteria when a customer are uh, trying to figure out their DR solution. And this is something which we want to continuously improve. Uh, today we offer RPOs of four hours and higher, but in the future, we want to make sure that we offer RPOs as you know aggressive as in minutes, like similar to what we offer with our sister offering VMware site recovery. So those are some of the things that we have on the roadmap. So very excited to, uh, to release these in the future releases. Excellent. Now, I just for some of the listeners that may not be strictly familiar with uh, the details of storage and the details of availability, um, the acronyms you used, RPO and RTO. RTO is obviously recovery time objective. How long do you want it to take for you to recovery? Recovery point objective, how would you describe that? Yeah, that's a that's a good point, right? Many times I, I just assume that everyone knows this, but that's not the case. So, um, so recovery point. Uh, rec so let's start with recovery time objective, right? So recovery time objective is how quickly you want your VMs to start or your workloads to start running again, right? So you have a disaster, your VMs are down, and you now want it up. So how quickly that happens or the time that it takes, that's recovery time objective. Recovery point objective is that when these workloads come up, how old the data is in there, right? Uh, so, uh, you know, you want that data to be as uh, new as possible, but since how disaster recovery solutions work is that we are taking snapshots of the data, uh, it might be a bit stale. So recovery point objective is a measure of how old the data is when it comes up on your recovery site. Excellent, thanks for that. Now you mentioned one of my favorite products, which is sort of 
does some amazing work, five minute recovery point, recovery time uh, objectives, VMware site recovery, uh, but, it, but it handles things a little bit differently. And there, there are definitely um, some times when you would choose one over the other. Um, you've got kind of a portfolio now in disaster recovery. Why would a customer choose one over the other? And what, how should people listening and customers think about when I should use one over the other? Yeah, that's a very good question, Bill. Uh, so now we do have really a rich portfolio of DRAS offerings, right? Uh, we offered VMware Site Recovery, uh, which is a DRAS solution built upon Site Recovery Manager and vSphere application. And these are really mature products, right? Site Recovery Manager and vSphere application have been offered for now about more, about eight to 10 years now. Uh, and we have been offering them as service for three years. And uh, the, the, as you pointed out, they offer really aggressive RPOs. With VMware Site Recovery, you can get a five minute RPO. And mm -hmm. RPOs are also could be very aggressive because with VMware Site Recovery, what you really do is you have your recovery STDC running all the time, right? Even in steady state, when you are replicating your data to the recovery site, it's getting recovered to uh, VMware uh, Cloud on AWS STDC. Mm -hmm. Whereas with VMware Cloud uh, Disaster Recovery, you are not replicating to that STDC. You are replicating to this cloud storage, which is part of the VMware Cloud DR service itself. So as you could imagine right now, you do not need to spin up this STDC all the time. And STDCs, uh, you know, uh, if customers who are looking to save some cost, they could save some money by not having that STDC sitting there if they do not have any use of it. So you could think of VMware Cloud DR as something which uh, will have lower TCO compared to VMware Site Recovery. But now you will need, you will take some, um, you know, some deductions in your RTOs. Your RTOs might get a little higher. So when you think about between VMware Cloud DR and VMware Site Recovery, how I would think about these is these are two complementary solutions, right? So customers generally have different types of workloads. They have certain tier zero workloads, which require the most aggressive RPO and RTO. And then there are certain tier one or tier two workloads, which require higher RPO and RTO. So what customers could do is for their tier zero workloads, they can use VMware site recovery uh, so that they get the best RPOs. And for their other workloads, which do not require as aggressive of an RPO, they can use VMware Cloud DR. And good thing about uh, these offerings are they both work together. So you can have this, uh, you can have your source site and recovery site, and you can use both these offerings between those same uh, source site and a recovery site. They basically interoff with each other. Mm, that's good to know. I mean, as we see in cloud economics, you know, um, I'm just really excited about the solution because there's clearly a lot of customers who have DR sort of issues. And I think what you're saying is essentially, look, as you as you try to understand what your disaster recovery plan is overall, try to understand your workloads and try to understand and be really thoughtful about what your recovery time objectives and what your recovery point objectives are and how that's gonna factor into your business. But no matter how you do it, meh, we got you covered, I think is the story. Does that make sense? 
Exactly, right? Uh, whatever workloads you have, whatever requirements your business teams are putting on you, we have a solution for you. We got you covered. Excellent. One final question uh, back to Mark. So what's the one thing, there aren't other kind of DR solutions out there. What's the one thing that makes VMware Cloud DR stand out among the other uh, DR offerings in the market? Oh yeah, yeah, uh, great question, Bill. Um, and wow, if I had to pick one thing, huh? Um, oh, you can. Yeah, we'll give you a couple <laughs> extra. Uh, all right. Well, well, I, I think I actually do have one thing, right? Okay. Um, I think we're we're just really excited about how the the technology here um, delivers both fast recovery and being able to use that cost-efficient cloud storage. And, and that secret sauce that, that really makes this happen is in uh, all the work that went into this scale-out cloud file system uh, that's kind of at, at, at the heart, if you will, of VMware Cloud DR. Um, the reason I, that comes to mind is because oftentimes um, with other offerings, you're you're kind of faced with an either or type of trade-off. You, you end up either having to say, look, I, I want the low TCO, but then I don't get very fast recovery uh, or vice versa. Uh, I get very fast recovery times, but you know, it's good. It comes at a much higher cost uh, because there's that active capacity there. And, and sometimes that's absolutely the right choice as Jotten talked about, because that's where VMware site recovery does. Um, but with VMware Cloud DR, uh, you actually don't have to make that trade-off. You get both. And the way you get both is because in steady state, your recovery points, your copies are stored in that cost-effective cloud storage. Okay? So 99% of the time, uh, that, that's what you're doing. But if you ever needed to do a fast test, if you needed to do those uh, rapid ransomware uh, recovery point experiments that I, I think I alluded to at the very beginning, mm -hmm. um, we could actually take those copies that are currently sitting on object storage and the file system allows us to expose it as an NFS mount directly into those VMC hosts. That's the live mount that John talked about. And you can power up those VMs right there, right? You don't have mm -hmm. to wait for that data to be copied completely into primary storage of the uh, SDDC host before you can power them up. And so that, that's a huge difference in how we're doing it compared to um, uh, other ways of doing it, right? Uh, other ways, oftentimes you have to wait for that copy to complete before you can actually power on those VMs. And that means you could be sitting there waiting for quite a while. Uh, we don't have that issue. And so that's what I mean by we, we kind of give you the best of both worlds there. Mm -hmm. The fast recovery while taking advantage of that cloud efficient storage. Excellent. So what you've got here is essentially is a solid zest recovery solution that provides a lot of value and it has a solid return on investment uh, and as of and and actually is pretty affordable. Would that be an accurate way to kind of describe it, Mark? Yeah, that that's a great summary. You know, um, I think what I see most is that people are excited about 
the, uh, the, the low TCO, mm -hmm. um, the ease of use, uh, because it is an end-to-end -end SaaS service. It's the same vSphere and vCenter that you're already familiar with. So no mm -hmm. retraining, no new tools. Mm -hmm. uh, they're excited about all the automation that's built in. Uh, mm -hmm. Just for instance, I don't think we've mentioned this yet, but we automatically run a health check of your DR plan every 30 minutes automatically. And if we detect anything that's not working right, right, we, we send you an alert. Right? Mm -hmm. So people love that from the ease of use standpoint. Mm -hmm. and, and then finally, uh, as I mentioned, the ability to recover really quickly, uh, not having to make that trade-off. Excellent. I'm going to log roll for just a second, but uh, Mark, as you know, we have a joint project and uh, VMware Cloud DR is a great solution. And uh, our cloud economists and uh, VCDR sales team, VMware Cloud Disaster Recovery sales team, can actually show you how cost effective this is. All you need to do is drop us an email at vmc-econ at vmware.com and we will connect you to the VMware Cloud DR team and prove to you uh, the kinds of return on investment and TCO that you can get from this solution. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, Bill. I was going to pull in a plug, put in a plug if you didn't. Um, to any you know one listening out there, uh, we would love to have that conversation with you, and you know walk you through uh, how we think that it could actually deliver you a lower TCO compared to kind of a traditional on-premises approach uh, at a you know as, as much as like a 60% lower TCO, right? And, and happy to have that conversation. And by the way, we can prove that number. We will have contact information and uh, other types of information in the show notes for this episode. Well, uh, this is uh, thanks very much, Jatin and Mark. This has been a great episode on a great uh, set of topics. Thanks for uh, attending today. Um, feel free to come back anytime. And so for VMware Cloud Unplugged, this is Bill Roth uh, saying thanks again for watching this episode. This episode is produced by Sonali Desai. Our executive producer is the convivial avuncular Ivan Openchuk. Thanks very much, and we'll talk to you next time. <laughs>